0: Oh my god, hi. This is Devin from Disney Adult, a podcast brought to you by the Trident Network. On Disney Adult, we bring together Chicago comedians to watch and discuss Disney movies from the perspective of adults. In these movies, there are things we love, things we hate, things that maybe haven't aged so well, and things that are timeless. Uh, The Trident Network's wonderful podcasts, including Disney Adult, can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today hello what's up everybody she's the indignantly i'm Trey Dozier. this is the tournament podcast and we are back we have your results From this week's tournament which flavor of potato chip is the best flavor of potato chip and nia i gotta say we're on a pretty good run here yeah this was a competitive tournament yes with a potentially shocking ending which we're about to reveal
1: (laughs) we i i feel like one of us has been pretty right all season nia since we came back no 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 it's been you sometimes but oh,
0: you're saying one at of least us, one of us. Okay, I see.
1: We were both wrong about this one. I think I think uh, you were more right than I was.
0: Yeah, I understand what you're saying though. I understand what you're saying, and I think I agree. Yeah. Um, we are a part of the Trident Network. Thank you for listening as always. Check out the Trident for more information about all things Trident, and of course. Sign up for the Trend Network Patreon. We will be releasing a special, another special Patreon exclusive episode of the podcast. Um, do you want to say what it is? Or...
1: Yeah, we're gonna try and do it this week. Right. Um. We I, a year ago. I don't even know why we brought this up. It must have been during our Star Wars tournament. I don't know when else it would have come up. Yeah. But but we talked about it. Like mentioned it. Mm-hmm. I am gonna deep dive and tell Trent about the relationship timeline between Ewan McGregor and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yes. It is so fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. I have been a fan of Ewan McGregor for over a decade. Uh-huh. I was deep yeah. in Ewan McGregor. Yeah. And the M.E.W. stuff really shocked me.
0: Wow, I've never heard her referred to as M.E.W. Mew, if you M- will. Uh, and initially i was like who's emmy w Mm -hmm. emmy washington Mm -hmm. emmy wiseman um so that'll drop sometime around wednesday maybe (laughs) hopefully on the patreon because we (laughs) want it to align with the season finale series finale i don't know maybe they'll get a second season of obi-wan on disney plus which i think we might have mentioned this a week or two ago but nia and i are both thoroughly enjoying have enjoyed all five episodes um, mm-hmm. Which I don't think is the overall sentiment necessarily from the internet, but yeah. as Nia said, I and now I am remembering we did talk about this because as you said, that's Star Wars fans for you.
1: The prequels were mm-hmm. my Star Wars movies, yeah. and if I loved you and McGregor, <laughs> don't even get me started on Hayden Christensen. Okay? Oh boy, there, okay, there'll, there'll probably be
0: some there'll be some Obi Wan talk I'm sure on that Woo! on that uh, on that E M M E. M- <laughs> w yeah episode. yeah uh okay but that's then and this is now mm-hmm. nia are you ready to hear the results of this week's tournament <sighs> i guess <laughs> this week's tournament was of course which flavor of potato chip is the best flavor of potato chip and just to review of course uh certain things were left off specific chips were left off such as tortilla chips all flavors of Doritos, uh, Fritos, etc., etc. This has to be, you just have a base plain chip, and these are the flavors that you can find across any brand.
1: Yeah, of course my brother was upset about this, but I don't care. About what him. was
0: he mad about, Doritos?
1: He literally said, these are pretty gen- generic.
0: And Michael, that was the point.
1: I'm so tired of him.
0: Okay, here we go. The results are as follows.
1: results
0: the upper left-hand side of the bracket the matchup was the one-seeded salt and vinegar versus the eight-seeded salt and pepper salt and vinegar took care of business just as we predicted it moves on with 75.3 percent of the vote lower left-hand side of the bracket saw the four-seeded cheddar and sour cream defeat the five-seeded plain chip nia and i of course Both predicted a plain chip would win, but cheddar and sour cream does advance with 61.3% of the vote. Nia, your head is in your hand.
1: Here's what pisses me off. (laughs) Is that y'all made plain fry win. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, you basic. Yeah. Clearly not. Well, I think... What,
0: What happened? The difference is that was the shape of french fry was standard, you know? The f- the flavor though, flavor is different, you know. Yeah, I can see. But you and I were coming from the same place on this, where we did think
1: <laughs> like what. Now I love sour cream and cheddar, it or sour your favorite chip, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm happy, but I'm also like, what?
0: Happy but confused. Yeah. The upper right hand side of the bracket saw the two seated barbecue defeat the seven seated dill pickle, as predicted by us as well barbecue advances with 75.7 percent of the vote and in another domination the three-seeded sour cream and onion defeated the six-seeded jalapeno sour cream and onion advances with 77.3 percent of the vote so really opening round nothing really close Mm. um and we predicted everything correct except for the one that we didn't Mm -hmm. uh moving on we have the final four wow the one-seeded salt and vinegar versus the four-seeded cheddar and sour cream and the two-seeded barbecue versus the three-seeded sour cream and onion happy to report that both of these matchups were incredibly close we start with the one seed salt and vinegar hanging on holding off the four seeded cheddar and sour cream in the end four votes separated victor from loser but salt and vinegar advances to the final round with 53.7 percent of the vote are you proud of your boy
1: um, salt and vinegar? Well, these are probably like two of my favorites. No, favorite... I,
0: was, I was referring to cheddar and sour cream. I forgot that you also loved salt and vinegar.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it lost. but
0: Put up a fight, though, against it, the ones It did put thing. up
1: a fight. These are my two favorite chips, so. Um, You're
0: happy either way.
1: I am happy either way, but I also like, I think I said this on the reveal episode, like, some people hate cheddar and sour cream.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Hate. And I think probably some people hate salt and vinegar too, but like, I've heard people be like, they're disgusting. Yeah. Whereas like, I feel like if you don't like salt and vinegar, you're like, oh, it's too much. Like it's too strong. I also,
0: but I, I, I know people feel strongly about how strongly things taste in their mouths Mm -hmm. and flavors and whatnot, but I also, I find it interesting that cheddar and sour cream beat a plain chip, but lost to salt and vinegar, which to me is pretty much just a plain chip. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't add up. But I, I hate you guys.
1: <laughs> no, that's not true.
0: <laughs> well, we had an even closer matchup on the right side of the bracket. The two seated barbecue and the three seated sour cream and onion went back and forth, back and forth. And in the end, a mere two votes Ugh. separated winner from loser. And in an upset, Sour Cream and Onion advances to the finals with fifty one point nine percent of the vote taken down the almighty barbecue nia's pick to win
1: this was embarrassing this was majorly embarrassing that
0: barbecue lost or that you picked barbecue to that win?
1: barbecue lost and it didn't even make it to the finals but i mm. like sour cream and onion more than i like barbecue so yeah
0: so what are you saying is embarrassing you're picking or the the attorney's voting
1: the attorney's voting
0: whoa why
1: I don't know. I feel like barbecue is just a more amenable flavor than sour cream and onion. I like sour cream and onion more, but like I said, it is the one where I'm like, I need to time it mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Like, I can't just eat it because then I'll smell like it yeah. for the rest of the day. Trent knows this. I hate going to hibachi places because yes. I smell like hibachi for the rest of the day, even though I love hibachi. Yeah. Guys, I have some sensitivities and <laughs> I think I need to go to therapy.
0: Well, I also think that um maybe the uh the viewers, we didn't give them enough credit with their flavor palettes. Yeah. We took uh, You
1: guys are stinky. <laughs> Vinegar and sour cream and onion? What are you? Y'all just like uh, like, I don't know, jarred things? What is going on? I, think I what, mean, me too, but
0: I think please. what we've discovered through our food podcast is that the attorneys at Pod like their foods shaped as simply as possible. Yeah. But they love them flavored as much as I possible. I know.
1: You guys don't like vanilla flavors.
0: <laughs> Anyways, well, here's the unprecedented... Well, probably not unprecedented, but the unexpected, at least in our eyes. The
1: wickedly talented.
0: <laughs> the matchup in the finals is the one-seeded salt and vinegar, my prediction to win the whole thing, versus the three-seeded sour cream and onion. Nia, any final thoughts before we get into it?
1: I like both of them.
0: Oh, so you're going to be satisfied either way. Here's I guess. The, Here's the thing. We both love chips. So it's I like, love chips. You know? I want some Hard to go wrong. I right
1: know. <laughs>
0: <sighs> All right. When tournament podcast asked the question which flavor of potato chip mm-hmm. is the best flavor of potato chip did I say ship so I, I don't, don't know I'm going keep crazy keep going you the votership the listenership the viewership the friendship the fellowship the attorneys at pod have determined that in an even 60-40 vote
1: wowie zowie even
0: 60-40 vote the winner And the best flavor for your basic potato chip is the three seed, sour cream and onion. Wow. Y'all are stinky. Shocking.
1: Y'all are stinky. As I
0: said, young Trent, sour cream and onion. That was my go-to. I
1: love sour cream and onion chips. I really want some right now, (laughs) especially the Lay's, the thin kind that I can just shove in my mouth. Those, in my
0: opinion, are the (laughs) best sour cream and onion chips. (laughs)
1: They are the best. Um, you could get a bad sour cream and onion chip. I've had bad sour cream and onion chips. Sure. But those specific, that specific brand of chip and the, how thin they are. Ooh, mama, I'm in fear for my (laughs) life. Um, listen, it's not the wrong choice. I was just surprised. Like, yeah,
0: I think, yes, I see what you mean.
1: I think we said on the reveal, like, I wouldn't have been surprised if really any of these had won. Yeah. Maybe like
0: dill pickle dill
1: but i don't know yeah uh, this is a great this is a great chip
0: yeah i no i agree for uh, all
1: my bitching and moaning I think, it's a good
0: choice i think um i think uh surprising but not wrong yeah. is the correct way to put it whereas bowtie winning po- best pasta shape was surprising and incredibly wrong
1: yeah objectively wrong.
0: objectively wrong
1: and then whatever last week was was wrong too
0: nhl winning best sports league
1: i stand by it allison
0: objectively it should not have won it
1: should not have won
0: yeah uh go
1: Avs! what who said that (laughs) me well i can't root for the
0: rangers you know what that just reminded me of Hmm. them boys did it the Golden State Warriors yes. are once again champions of yes. the National Basketball Association. Yes, congratulations to Steph, to Dre, to Clay, Steve Kerr, all the boys.
1: And can I just say that I've been saying "Holy cannoli" for years. Yeah. And then Clay Thompson got up there and said "Holy cannoli" into the mic. It's not. Here's the thing. And I was like, oh, interesting. No, no, no,
0: no, no, no. no. <laughs> a lot of people say "Holy cannoli," and a lot of people have been saying "Holy cannoli" for years. For Clay Thompson to say "Holy cannoli." That's just funny.
1: I know it's funny.
0: Yeah. It's not as funny when you say it. It's way funnier when Clay Thompson says <laughs> it after winning the NBA championship. Uh, anyway, so yeah, this was actually a great week for me. Um,
1: yeah. Trent went to Disneyland. Yeah. His team won the NBA finals. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: It was a wonderful time. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, that wraps it up.
1: That wraps it up.
0: Uh, any final chip thoughts, or should we move on?
1: Um should we announce next week's thing yeah speaking of dill pickles nice transition Um, she's a professional guys (laughs) next week we are doing a tournament that i am so excited about yes trent came up with the idea today in the car and i screamed and was like we need to do that we were
0: it was very funny because i was like "Hmm, here's some ideas and it was literally the first one i threw out and he was like
1: that's it. <laughs> We're doing that one. We're doing Nicktoons, y'all.
0: Yes. Which 90s Nicktoon mm-hmm. is the best 90s Nicktoon? Yes. Uh, more of that will be explained, of course, on next Monday's episode. What I mean when I say 90s Nicktoon. And but if you
1: don't know the connection between Dill Pickles and 90s yeah. Nicktoons and chips,
0: then this might not be the tournament for you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Dill Pickles, of course, Tommy's younger brother who is born in the Rugrats movie.
0: Yes. Tommy, of course, the main character of the Rugrats. Rugrats yes. Um, okay, well, that wraps up all the business, I'd say. Yeah. We have a little special treat mm-hmm. for you here at the end of the podcast. We haven't done this in a while, but longtime viewers will remember one of the original segments when the tourney pod first started. Mm-hmm. It's concert experiences.
1: We love music. We love watching people play music. This is concert experiences.
0: Mia, we've been to quite a few concerts recently.
1: Quite a few concerts. Tis the seas. Um, I think we need to start with the first one we went to, which I think was the Paul McCartney concert. Macca. And let me tell you, today, right now, is his birthday.
0: As we're recording this. It's yes. my
1: birthday too. Yeah, no, it's not my <laughs> birthday too, um, but it is Paul McCartney's 80th birthday today.
0: Happy birthday, Paul! We, we love you.
1: We went with our friend Cam, who we've talked about and who's been on the podcast before, um, and it was great. We went to SoFi, gorgeous place.
0: Gorgeous, simply Abs- gorgeous,
1: absolutely gorgeous. Um, so beautiful. Now Cam and I had this conversation, like Paul takes care of himself okay yes he does so I wasn't like that worried about him but he hadn't performed live in like three years and so I was like oh he might be a little rocky I just was kind of you know Were prepared we at
0: the start of his tour no oh. um
1: I was just prepared for you know a little kinks s- uh, yeah some, some bumps s- in the some road sloping holy cow yeah I was wrong
0: as good as he ever was
1: literally the only the only like bump in the road was that this I've seen him three times. This is my third time seeing him in concert. He always does a three-hour show. And at this show, it was the first time I ever saw him take a drink of water. That was the single obstacle in the Paul McCartney concert. Otherwise, he was as good as he's ever been. And the band sounded great. And they did that, John, uh, I've got a feeling um, thing that I'm sure you've seen on TikTok. It was great. He's amazing. I love Paul McCartney.
0: I agree with everything Nia said in regards to the Paul McCartney concert. Only addendum I would add is that this was my fourth time seeing Paul. And that is, in fact, a brag.
1: That is a brag. Mage uh, brag.
0: Okay, Nia, what was up next?
1: The Brian Wilson concert? It was. Okay, so...
0: Who also has a birthday on <laughs> Yes. The
1: horizon. But when, uh, when you are listening to this episode, yes. it will be Brian Wilson's also 80th birthday. That's right folks, the two greatest pop songwriters of the 20th century were born 2 days apart. Isn't that just isn't that crazy? It's crazy. It's crazy.
0: It's really wild to think
1: about. They are my two favorite songwriters. They are always the top 2 of my Spotify wrapped, the Beach Boys Obviously number one. Um, but <laughs> yes. Paul McCartney is usually in the top five. Paul McCartney, not the Beatles. Yeah. Paul McCartney. Um, oh my god. So we saw Brian Wilson. Um, Brian and his band opened for Chicago. Mm-hmm. They're doing a tour together. Um, and we saw them, and this was meant a lot to me, at the forum, which is right next to SoFi Stadium. Yep. Um, And the Forum is in Inglewood, California, and Al Jardine, who is in Brian's band and in the Beach Boys, um, and Brian are both from Hawthorne, California, which is right next door. Yes. So this was like their hometown concert. Yes. Which I thought was really cool. And um, I guess we'll talk about Chicago first.
0: Sure. Yeah. Talk about either.
1: I'm a big fan of Chicago. Yeah. Like... Actually, I'm gonna take big away. I'm a I'm a fan of Chicago. Yeah, I know the hits. Mm. Yes, um,
0: that's what that's what I would fall into. I think.
1: Yeah, and like I really like the hits. Like I love Beginnings. Make me smile. Um, does anybody know what time it is? I like all those songs. Um, the people at the forum were there to see Chicago. Yeah, they were Chicago and
0: it was probably a 90 10 split chicago brian i would <laughs> say
1: yeah well i was holding up the i was holding up the <laughs> brian crowd for sure um but they were great
0: they were phenomenal
1: honestly reminded me of sticks
0: oh <laughs> you know how i feel about
1: sticks <laughs> so they were really really good um but it was interesting to watch because like me you know i'm a big beach boys fan and I recently said this on uh, a Patreon episode for the Salon podcast, hosted by Wyatt Funderburk, who's also been on our podcast before. Um, that, like, as a Beach Boys fan, I feel like Robert Lamb is a very important member of Chicago. Uh-huh. And so, to me, who's just like a casual fan of Chicago, I was like, people are gonna go nuts for Robert Lamb. Uh-huh. Like he's the Brian Wilson of Chicago. Mm. He wrote all those songs and he has kind of like a storied past with a couple of members of the beach boys. Mm. And so I was like, this is a really big deal. We're going to see Robert Lamb. He didn't talk to the audience. He was on the riser the whole time. It really was very clear to me that like Chicago does not give a fuck about Robert Lamb. And I was like, you guys, he wrote all your songs.
0: Maybe maybe,
1: maybe, maybe, he was shy. I think he must be shy. He's a shy
0: guy in the back. He just every wants to play single,
1: music. every single Chicago hit, Robert Lamb wrote. Mm. I, I don't know. If they're near you, you should go see them.
0: You definitely should. They were awesome.
1: Brian Wilson. What's to say that hasn't already been said? This was the worst I'd seen Brian. Brian. Yeah, me
0: as well. Yeah, Brian individually. His maybe, band. Maybe he- the
1: best I'd seen the band. <laughs>
0: the, honestly, I think yes. The other eleven members of the band were, ripping.
1: And I think there was some overcompensation happening.
0: Yes, you've said this.
1: Um. Like Brian was bad, so they were like, "We gotta f- turn it up a couple notches," but um, Blondie Chaplin, Sh- They did a five and a half minute version of Wild Honey. And if you're a Beach Boys fan, I know your jaw just hit the floor. Yeah. Apparently they've done that before on the road, but I had never seen it. And so I was like, whoa, it rocked. He rocked. Al rocked. Matt rocked. Darian rocked. The the whole gang was pumping. And Brian was probing. Probing. Gary, my absolute boys in the back. John,
0: Um, Paul. Ringo.
1: Mike on the drums? Are you kidding me? Um, Listen, Brian, not good. And apparently this will be his last tour. I haven't really felt what I needed to feel about that yet. But um, you should go see the show if you're a fan of Brian Wilson because this is probably the last time you'll be able to see him.
0: Yeah. And, you know, both of us have only ever seen him as a 75-plus-year-old man. Yeah. You know, so it's all we know. But you've seen him three times now? I have seen
1: Brian Wilson uh, in his band three times, but the first time I saw Brian was with the Beach Boys at their 50th reunion show.
0: Right. Well, all I was going to say was, you know, you just got to go see the legends because one day...
1: One day very soon. Even, like, and it's, it's weird because, like, you know, Brian is, like, in such worse shape than Paul McCartney is. But they are the same age. Yeah. And, like, it's not like Paul McCartney's going to live, like, 50 more years than Brian. Yeah. You know? Like, both of their careers are coming to a close. Yeah. Even though they're in very different places. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, I know Paul McCartney's a an expensive ticket. Yes. But... um,
0: Brian is not as expensive.
1: Yeah. But, you know, if you could go see either of them, you should.
0: Yeah. And like we said, everybody in Chicago still rips... And everybody in Brian's band absolutely rips as well.
1: Brian's band is like phenomenal. My One Direction, yeah, like they're I incredible.
0: Every, everybody in that band's great.
1: Like I want Brian Wilson band trading cards. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. And then Trent saw the Grateful Dead. <laughs>
0: You know what, dead man? and Company. As yeah, it, we as was it were. actually Dead and Cam co- and Grateful Dead for quite some time. I actually saw them back in '77 at the Beacon Hill Theater. It was a really good show, man. Um, you know, Cam, who we've mentioned many times and has been on the podcast, of course. Cam is a huge Dead fan, both Grateful Dead and Dead and Company. Uh, we've known each other since 2016, June 2016, and the entirety of our relationship, he has been trying to get me to go. To a Grateful Dead concert And they were here They were at Dodger Stadium Tickets were like 25 bucks To sit up in the bleachers And I I, I went finally And I gotta tell you what
1: I go, I, And I did a little bit of goading
0: Yeah, Nia, Nia was telling me to go I mean Cam's obviously been telling me to go
1: Trent loves live music
0: I do love live music
1: And he has such severe ADHD yeah. That he needs to be like stimulated so a jam band Uh really like speaks to his brain i knew he would like it
0: (laughs) and let me tell you it spoke to my brain that concert was awesome (laughs) and nia it that concert was so good that nia is now mad that i went because i've been listening to the grateful dead a lot and she can't stand it
1: here's the thing like I, you know, obviously big fan of the Beach Boys, big fan of Brian Wilson, or uh, Paul McCartney. Those are two highly structured songwriters. Yes,
0: very structured.
1: And uh, I've never liked live albums.
0: Which I love.
1: I don't do it. So what I didn't foresee was that, like, because I don't listen to live albums, I often forget that. They exist. They exist. <laughs> and so I was like, well, Trent's going to go to the concert and have a great time. Yeah. And it'll be like this, you know, because I, I do love seeing all my, the people that I love live, but like, then it'll be over. But Trent's been listening to a lot of Grateful Dead live albums, and it's...
0: Nobody in the history of bands has more live albums recorded than the Grateful Dead, too. It's, so.
1: it's tough for me. I crave the structure of a song, and... They're so good. This is not a knock on the Grateful Dead. Yeah, it's a knock
0: on the style.
1: Yes. It's just not for me. They're excellent, though. I understand that they're very, very good. Um, Yeah.
0: That was awesome. Yeah. I loved it.
1: So he's a convert. Yeah. Um, I think the next concerts we have coming up, we're going to see the Zombies in July, which I'm really excited about. Wow,
0: what's the date on that? I
1: got to make sure that's in my calendar. July 27th, maybe. Yeah. and then in october july 23rd
0: everybody Stay nice tuned.
1: nice i know in october we're gonna see ringo and also and his
0: all-star band and also
1: probably jukebox the ghost yes and hoping. then i i haven't gotten tickets to this yet but the who is at the hollywood bowl on november 1st oh hell yeah and so we're gonna see them and then i am gonna go see the beat boys by myself yes. <laughs> at the greek in august yes
0: i've put my foot down i've seen mike love <laughs>
1: Down. I've seen
0: Mike Love more than I needed to.
1: Whatever. So
0: I will not be attending. I asked- I'll i gladly go to Brian Wilson again.
1: I asked a couple close Beach Boys friends on my Instagram story if I should go by myself and they were like, yes. So I was like, I'll go. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to go front row. I'm going to go full out. Front row. No- I'm going to get a t-shirt that says, notice me, Bruce. I'm going to get a t-shirt that says, Disney girl. And I'm gonna be like, play. I write the songs, and he's gonna be like, he's gonna call security because he's an absolute party pooper. I'm I'm gonna get kicked out of the Greek. I'm gonna get a lifetime ban.
0: Someone call Jonah Hill because we gotta get in the end of the Greek.
1: Can we all cross our fingers collectively and hope that John Stamos will be there?
0: <laughs> My fingers are crossed, for. Please, you, Nia. please. He unfortunately was not at Disneyland this I week. I know. Which uh, which we were though.
1: My big dream is to see John Stamos at Disneyland.
0: Yeah. John Stamos, as as we talked about this week, is the perfect... Uh, 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 what's the... Uh, you got three... He's the perfect Venn diagram of things Nia likes. Yeah. Full House, the Beach Boys... And Disney. And Disney.
1: Yeah. I think that I am who I am because, because of, of John, John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Ah. Uh. Mm
1: mm mm oh Oh. well that's it
0: that's it uh thanks as always everybody for voting um this was a really fun tournament tune in on monday to hear more about the uh the nicktoons tournament that one's gonna be really great for i don't know i think the uh 20 to 40 year olds perhaps maybe Mm -hmm. a smaller maybe like 25 35 range i don't know
1: but if you have paramount plus you can
0: yeah dig around
1: yeah i mean
0: i'm I would be interested in watching some Kablam tonight, personally.
1: Oh wow, okay.
0: Anyways, um, stay tuned for that. That'll be fun. Nia, this was great. A pleasure as always. Maybe we should go find some <laughs> a <pleasure as> always.
1: <laughs> Go find some
0: chips or something, I don't know. Um Thanks everybody for joining us on this little journey called turning. Go grab a bag of chips and remember.
1: May maybe the, the thing with the, the most those win.
0: win. thanks for listening to the tournament podcast please like subscribe and follow the podcast wherever you listen a five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated too you can follow us on twitter instagram and facebook at the tourney pod you can email us at the tournament at gmail.com or you can visit our webpage at the tridentnetwork.com slash the dash tourney dash pod the tournament podcast is a part of the trident network to learn more about the trident network's videos live shows and other podcasts please visit the you can also support the podcast by donating to the trident network's patreon at patreon.com slash the trident network the tournament podcast is edited by nia d'amelio the theme music was also composed by nia d'amelio tune in monday to hear more about our next tournament which 90s Nick tune is the best 90s Nicktoon.